0: What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked, Uncensored.
1: And I'm Jaroslaine, the managing editor at Hollywood Unlocked.
0: And we have Rosa Costa back in the building. Yay! You know, the fans really love you, Rosa. They love your commentary, they love everything that you're adding to the conversation.
2: Oh, uh, really? <laughs> they do. I
0: love
2: and, Rosa.
0: And the fact that you're in here just fresh faced, no makeup, just easy breezy, no pressure.
2: Thank you guys
0: oh <laughs> Alright so listen um, To everybody listening before we get started Make sure you're subscribing to Hollywood Unlocked On iTunes, Google Play, Spotify And YouTube Make sure that you're um, checking your Instagram daily To see if our Instagram is back It is still not back It is the bane of our existence yeah, I, I wake up every day with so many comments about Instagram And just so you know there are so many people um, Lobbying to get this page back it's, just, it's not a matter of if it's coming back It's coming back It's just when so until then, we were working on issues in our backup page. We're locked out of that because of IP. So do you, if you get locked out of Instagram, your phone that's associated with any Instagram is then like can't access any Instagram. You have to go buy a new phone.
1: What? And right now my password, I, I had reset it, but I, I don't know what I reset it to. But I'm too scared to even log out and reset it <laughs> Listen, after what happened with you. and I, I
0: logged out the other day and had to go buy a new phone. No, (laughs) it's real. But anyway, shout out to Instagram. We appreciate you working with us. We're working through the issues and people, once it's back, we'll we'll go full into what happened. But right now, I really I'm not going to actually enjoy all the conversation going on about our Instagram. It's just free press, you know. All right. So I have a few things to talk about. So first, I want to just say to Serac, this is the this is the bottle. Oh, nice. And the presentation that Serac gave to all the celebrities and special guests who left the uh cardi b birthday party it's the black raspberry limited edition it's a limited edition bottle it's brand new in fact it hadn't even been out um, when we got this bottle but it's such a beautiful display yes it is so i'm going to give it to you for all the hard work you gave at the event the other yes. no
1: you're giving yes. this to me oh my yes. gosh guys this is pure real, natural excitement i really am
0: happy <laughs> did does, you
1: try
2: it
0: no no if i open it, it won't be it'll be real limited because it'll about, be gone
2: what about what the event?
0: No, I was working. When I tell you somebody Wait, you said... you didn't drink? No. No. It was wondering. working. I was working the entire event. you! Okay.
2: I was working. <laughs> okay. Listen, we know that you drink and work.
0: I did not. Not that Not event. that night. It was too much going on. Because not that night. when you're responsible for something that special, you want to pay attention to every detail. Okay. I was like, from the floral to the music to the... I was on top of every detail.
2: So, I know that you care a lot for Cardi B. Mm-hmm. And she's like one of your favorite Dominicans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So if you're doing my birthday, will you put that much effort or am i like, of course, not your one of your favorites anymore? I'm like,
0: of course, it just depends. It depends on what we're doing. If you are responsible for the press line, the signage that you're responsible for the entire thing, of course, whatever. It's not she it's not just her every party that I've ever done that my name has been on. I paid that much attention to detail. Now, by the end of the night, once things get, you know, organized, I will then relax a little bit and have a drink. But that night, things were not organized. So I had to stay sober the entire way. Because if I get drunk at a party that I'm responsible for that's unorganized, everybody's getting cussed the fuck out.
1: But he did allow the rest of us to try to enjoy ourselves. So I really appreciated that. Because I, I was ready to just come and work. And he's like, no, get, go in the party. Go mix and mingle. I was like. Okay, you said nothing but a word.
0: So yesterday I went and got two root canals done. So I walk into the dentist and he says to me, um, you know, we're going to start working on the right side. And if you get tired, you know, we won't fit. I said, "Bruh, shoot me up and do, just do the whole thing. I want it all done because I start, I leave on Friday to go shoot season 13 of Wildin' Out. Then I go out overseas and I'm not going to have the time. When you get a root canal First of all, I th- I was afraid that it was going to hurt because people say root canals hurt. But he's um, Dr. Qatar, the root canal specialist. I'm going to tell you, he he did a great job of uh, of numbing my teeth, numbing my gums and numbing, numbing the area where he had to do the work. I, so as he's sitting there and he's putting the, the injections in my in my gum, I said, you know, this is the longest I've had a man playing around in my mouth. <laughs> but I had never met him. So he didn't know my humor. Oh, and it was really <clears> awkward <throat> for about like a minute. But the lady in the room knew who I was, so she was laughing. I just said, you know, as long as I've ever had somebody playing around my mouth. But anyway, shout out to Dr. You Sorry. always
2: have to make it about sex, huh?
0: I just like to make people uncomfortable. And sex seems it's to okay, be It's the... okay, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, shout out to them. They did a great job. And after the procedures, I was um, with you at a birthday party.
2: Yeah, thanks for putting me on the spot, by the way.
0: So Rose is sitting there telling me this story about... Um, A A
2: month ago, I I went to a birthday party and I saw this beautiful girl, but she came in with another girl and I wasn't sure if they were a couple. So I didn't say anything. And as I'm saying that the girl taps me and says, hi, (laughs) and I just I'm like, oh, I know you. Right. She's like, yeah, we met at Claudia Jordan's birthday. And I'm just looking at him and he says, we were just talking about you. She was just saying that you were the most beautiful girl and something. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, uh. Why do you have to like put me in the spot like that?
0: And then as I'm leaving to go meet Evan Ross, who will be on our show tomorrow, um, uh, I say to the girl, oh, by the way, I'm leaving. Can you keep my friend company? And then you guys left kind of in hand. So what happened?
1: He set the scene for you. <laughs>
2: um, no, I got her number. We were in contact. Like, she's just really cute.
0: <laughs> she was I, really cute.
2: She was like, 'Cause I like the natural beauty, you know. Natural. I'm not into the Instagram beauty.
1: Mm.
2: I'm not into the big booties and the. Mm-hmm. St- I'm not really into it. Mm.
0: Yeah. Um. That's amazing. But anyway, good <laughs> luck to both of you. I hope you guys hit it off. Yes, so, me too. And so, uh, what did you What did you do yesterday? I mean, I know you were working on. Yeah, there.
1: yeah, yeah. Yesterday we were. Um, we had a D ray. How was that? That was really funny. It was hilarious watching him and Gio go back and forth cuz he calls Gio the sequel mm-hmm. cuz they do look alike. It's like a weird look alike and um breaking that down and and the BET Hip Hop Awards and the the beef going on among comedians. So that mm. was really interesting. It was a it was a fun conversation.
0: Did you guys I haven't seen the show yet, but did you guys get into the two girlfriends that he has?
1: Yes, we did. We got into his his mm-hmm. polygamous relationship and he said that they don't all have sex together that's what everyone would think right he mm. they all sleep together separately and even when the two girls are together like he said at one time he tries to join and they just shut it down
0: so they'll have sex together without him yes they will. but he'll watch
1: he I'm, I'm assuming so
0: well let me say that my dream is to be able to be wealthy enough to have a house i think i've said this before with five five dominicans yeah. or, or a mixture <laughs> of black and dominican And Spanish live in my house, and we all can play together. But I have to be able to control the assignments. I can't, like...
1: What is an assignment?
0: Like, okay... (laughs) Let's see, right. uh, you're in tonight, or we're all in tonight, or you three are, like, I want to be able to... Okay, yeah, her. you got uh, So
2: you're the boss. Okay, of course, if you're the I one think, paying the house and yeah. you're the one with all the money, like, you're the yeah.
0: boss. I'm, thank, you, thank you for figuring Duh. out your own question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Because
1: that's what we said. We were saying at the end of the day, in American culture, we shut it down. But in other cultures, as long as you can afford all of your spouses, you can have them.
0: I've been invited to Arab Fashion Week in Dubai. Ooh. And I'm going.
1: Well, Ready I would like that? to
2: have uh, <laughs> one boyfriend and one girlfriend oh. yeah, but, or one like but would, husband. But Would you
0: all live together?
2: Uh, no, I actually don't even want to live with any of them. Well, I guess like when I have kids, I have to. Well, live if you're, with
0: you're them. married, you have to live with your partner, right?
2: especially if you want to have kids. Right, like for the kids, right?
0: I mean, there's this one boy in Hollywood. <laughs> Can I like
2: go somewhere on the weekend? Look, there's this
0: one boy in Hollywood who's <laughs> married to a woman, but he's married to her to give her paper, so they don't live together, but oh, it ain't right. real anyway, but it's that illegal. Well, I, I
2: just, just want like a, I just want like a baby daddy and and I want somebody that, you know, I want to give my kids like that feeling of like a nice family, but I think in reality, I don't know if I want to be with any guy in like a long in society, time. I think society we're moving now. Uh, you guys direction. are irritating. <laughs> mm. I think
1: in society, we're moving in that direction. I honestly would not be surprised within the next five to ten years that as married couples make the decision that we don't live together, you you do this, I'll do that. Because everything, all the lines are blurred.
0: Well, let me just be clear. We're not getting married and you're living outside of the house. Because mm. that's a union. A, now we we're starting to rewrite the Bible now. It's a, a union. It's supposed to be together, not separating separated think it should union.
2: be with the two pieces.
0: Okay, well, look, I don't want to go too far in like, that. Can I go back to Arab Fashion Week? Get back I'm to Arab Fashion Week. I'm going to Arab Fashion Week to learn the culture because in the Arab culture, you can have more than one wife, right? Yes. I mean, you, husbands can't have, men can't have husbands. But I
1: don't even know if they allow that. No, no they
0: don't. Oh, and what did they I, I'm not going to be gay in Dubai. I'm going to be in the culture.
1: You're going, so what does that mean?
0: <laughs> I'm going to have all the traditional stuff on i mean i got invited to all the vip parties all the families all every front row at every show but i heard somebody told me i was talking to um, larsa pippen on the show and i mean on the phone and she said that in dubai the fashion week because the women can't be exposed that they had robots walking down the.
1: that's what i was gonna ask like did you hear that yeah (laughs) that's crazy because i was gonna ask like i know the women can't show parts of their body they have to only just their face and ankles I don't know. So what's this fashion week going to be like?
0: I'm going out there to meet all the people with the money. That's right. Because, you know, there's money outside the U.S. All right. So like, in Dubai. One more announcement. So I'm going to tell a really quick story, so bear with me. Okay. 2012. I've told the story before. I was home watching the news. Kids got shot. I felt compelled to go down to talk to the mayor to find out what they were doing. mm that led me to, I'm going to fast forward, that led me to getting active in my hometown and relocating back to Stockton for three months. I left LA. I had my place here, but still went to Stockton for three months. I partnered up with Trayvon Martin's mom because the trial had just started. We created this whole campaign, One Million People United for Change, and we built a bridge between Florida and California, partnered our foundations. We started this whole movement. We designed a shirt. We uh, They wore it to the um, anniversary of the uh, March on Washington with Obama. It was a really, really great experience. But when I got caught up in my in my community, I learned just like how much politics govern and control Mm. access to resources and also um, the ability for kids to express themselves. I'm a product that came out of a really difficult city. You're a product that came out of a country that's that's has a lot of challenges. And um, I was a victim of gun violence. My brother had been murdered. Long story short, I was really compelled to get active in the community. And what I thought I would do is I said, I'm going to have this youth conference. I'm going to invite Lunell. New York, Don Benjamin, Eva Marcel, Kevin McCall, basically friends of mine that weren't ultra famous but have followings and that people recognize because yeah. I felt like in order to get to kids these days, you can't put Mr. Rogers on stage because kids don't relate to that, not the kids we were targeting. So I had a mind <coughs> to focus on getting these people to use them as like strategic bait, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it backfired in my community because they're real conservative. So the newspaper is controlled by the real conservative part of our town. So every single day I would wake up, I was being attacked in the news. And so every single day for three months, I was getting attacked on the news, in the paper, everywhere. I would go in the city because it's one of those towns where everybody knows each other. So everywhere I went, people were talking bad about me. But I would still get up and do presentations at the school board. I would still get up and do presentations at the city council. I would still get up and go to the mayor's office every single day. We fought through it. My whole team relocated to Stockton. and Everything. I say all this to say that this it was um, Kathleen Galgiani, uh, a Congress—I mean, a, sen- a senator—who heard my story in the news, and she said, "If somebody's attacking him this much, he must be doing something right because mm-hmm. this city." always tries to put a lid on things that are positive. So Kathleen Galgiani's team reached out to me through a woman named Marion Morris, shout out to her, who became a really big supporter of us. And she opened a lot of doors, helped us raise money to pay for the bills. And then um, we ended up having like this successful event. It was funny. I was standing there on stage and I was looking at these kids on probation because I had invited the chief probation officer and the chief police officer to uh, the chief of police and the chief probation officer to talk about crime in the city and uh, this whole, you know, what their plan was. But uh, I invited kids from probation. So they actually brought kids from juvenile hall out. The whole first three rows were full of kids sitting there. And they had armed um, guards around them. And I said, hold on, before we go any further, you all need to sit down. Because if you brought them out, I understand why you're there. Because they're technically incarcerated. You don't want them to get up and run. But I don't want anybody here feeling judged or feeling uncomfortable. And if you're standing around them with guns, everybody in the room is judging them. The focus is on them, not on the stage. So they ended up sitting down. Long story short, I told the kids, I was a kid on probation and I was a kid and I was a person that worked at probation. So you can go from where you are and get to wherever you want to go. Say all that to say, as I'm there, having had the longest three months of my life, at least what it felt like, getting attacked every single day with the intentions of doing good, all these people coming out to talk to these kids in my community they come and tap me and they say, um, they say, Congressman Mac- Jerry Mcnerney's here. And I'm like, the congressman is here because he didn't RSVP. We didn't invite him. Mm-hmm. So uh, he came in and he-, he gave us a letter of accommodation, which was this letter saying, basically, you know, um, you know, congratulations for all the hard work that you did. Now, mind you, we weren't looking for that. Right. We, we didn't do this because we wanted recognition. So I'm like, OK, that was so amazing. He was giving a speech. I told the kids. I said, what he basically said was he started from the bottom and now he's here and that you're at the bottom and you can get there. So as I'm doing that, I see the senator's person waving her hand and I'm like, "Okay, what's up? This is Marion Norris, the person who wrote with me. So she comes up on stage and she gives us uh, recognition from the Senate. And I'm like, "Okay, damn, we got Senate and congressional. So I'm like elated. I'm, I'm emotional. Blah, 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 blah. So as she's crying, she's crying on stage, by the way, explaining how important it was for us to have this experience because the community had never had this conversation. I had Caduce there who used to be the host on TRL. He was moderating the panel yeah, I him. of a fourth grader all the way through high school. And the fourth grader says, my one year old brother got shot. And the whole room was like, what? And he says, I don't want to die. The room fell out. Oh, yeah. We then took questions from kids. Kids lined up. Kids were coming up talking about being raped at 14. These are kids like from like the fourth grade to high school. You had a 15-year-old crying explaining how she was raped. You had all these people, these kids, explaining how they felt like they had nowhere to go in the community to express themselves creatively or whatever. So I was overwhelmed with emotions. Caduceus, everybody on stage is crying. Yeah. Even Marcel's crying. Everybody's emotional. But it was something that happened after that that really solidified what we did. Out of nowhere, a courier comes in. I swear to God, it was like a movie. Courier comes in with this this thing, right, and gives it to my attorney, who I had hired in the community. And so she opens it, and she's waving me down. I'm like, what's up? So she comes up, and she gives me this from Gavin Newsom, who was the lieutenant governor. And it basically was a proclamation. And he said, we're going to make today your foundation's day on behalf of all California. I mean, I wasn't even expecting it, right? So at that point, I was overwhelmed with emotion. I say all that to say, tonight I'm hosting. I'm honored to be asked and to be hosting um, a fundraiser for Gavin Newsom, who's going to be our next governor. This is a person who, when I was in the unions, was very progressive in San Francisco as a mayor. Um, he's been very progressive in California for uh, the Democratic Party as a lieutenant governor to Jerry Brown, and now he's the front runner for the uh, to be the next governor. And I really feel like where we are right now with issues of marijuana. The issues with incarceration in California, the issues of violence and homelessness. This is a person who has his finger on the pulse of what's, I think, next for our state. And so I'm honored to be asked to go there and and a host a fundraiser for the LGBT community for him. And but, but but the reason why I say all that and I told that whole story was this is a person who stepped in. You know, when you're a politician, you have to be very careful of what issues you attach yourself to because it could be used against you. This is a person who was progressive enough to see past the politics and believe in something that we were creating for young men and women of color, particularly because this was an event where it was very targeted. Everybody in that room was black or Latino. There was no other race. And not that we shut them out. It's just it was a very targeted um, audience. This is a person that got behind him. This is a person who worked with Kamala Harris, um, who we know is our state's attorney general, now is in the Senate. And uh, I'm just excited to be supporting him. And, you know, I really believe in paying it forward. You have have someone who steps up for you when you're in the fire, somebody you remember all the way.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Getting involved with politics, especially this election, it's important. And um, I think it's great that you already even built a a bridge of of that sort. That's going to lead to amazing things. And that's great.
0: Well, um, we do have plans to revive the foundation. I think the one lesson that came out of it was sustainability. Like, if you're going to do something, you have to have a sustainability Mm -hmm. plan because the biggest disappointment, the biggest, I think the biggest benefit of doing it was to see those kids feel like, wow, this is amazing. The biggest negative in it was watching them say, so what's next? Right. And not having a plan. And uh, I had talked about interviewing um, Kathy ireland before and she said read a book called when helping hurts that book shows you how you know you may have the greatest intentions to help but your helping may hurt even more and she told the story about the haiti when they had the earthquake and people were sending rice and food but put the farmers out of business so they were trying to help but they were hurting the local economy so it's just you know it was a it was a moment that i that i cherish is a really important time in my life but being able to focus on getting back with him and saying okay now let's get back to focusing on how we can build this plan throughout the state. So I'm excited. I'm not one to tell people who to vote for and all this and that. But Gavin Newsom, if you are in California, please, if you're a Californian voter, just pay attention to what's happening yeah. and vote for the person you believe is the best. And I believe that's Gavin Newsom.
1: Honestly, so this is my first uh, election in California as a California resident. And just the uh, enthusiasm I see here, I, I didn't really see this in New York People are calling my phone. People are knocking on my doors telling me, like, oh, support uh, Prop 10, you know, about the rent is too damn high. Um, They're mailing things to me about all these politicians. So it's I like it. I like the spirit out here. It's very um, Democratic, a real Democrat over here.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have the unions in California. California is the, the largest blue state in the country. And Jerry Brown has been a decent um, governor. And the fact that we've had such a progressive lieutenant governor, and Gavin, and him being the front runner for the next governor of California, I think it's somewhere in like 28 days or something like that. Yep. Um, I think it's great. But I, I do feel like, you know, we're so focused on the national politics when that's really far away mm-hmm. from us. You got to be focused on the things that, that, that matter in your area. I mean, like yep. you're really active with dogs. Your city council can put a ban on having stray dogs. Where now, or stray animals, and now you need to put uh, euthanize them all. So, how much does that cost? Yeah. Where does that cost go? That gets passed to the taxpayers. How you know? Basically, your local government, all the way up to the president, matter. You can't just focus on the right. national office. Yeah,
1: and you can really hold them accountable when you like show up to the town halls, even call in their office. Because now that I'm here. For the most part, everything's cool, but there's certain little things like uh, my electricity bill. It got really high over the summer, of course, because the AC. But then I saw that uh, something with the kilowatts, they charge 16 cents per kilowatt only as you're starting to use your power. So I was like, well, why is that? So I called and they're like, oh, well, the government passed this two years ago. So it's in effect for the next two years. So how many
0: times have you how many times have you gotten a phone bill paid two hundred thirty two dollars and forty six cents? And you just pay it. You just pay it. You know, we, we don't look at You the, don't
1: even look at the fact of why you're paying that bill. So well, I do. I look do. At, I'm look at Dominican. I look at every single bill.
2: Do I don't really? have, yeah, and I don't have anything on out of pay. Mm. Like, I have had
0: a title subscription for the last year and a half, and I have not been on title, and it's $25.99 a month. No. Like, don't. I don't even know how to end it at this point. Who
2: are you giving? Well, uh, when you look at your credit card statement, there's a phone number right next to the charge. Is and, there really? Yes. Mm-hmm. And you call. I'm oh, I go through every. Sorry, I, Jay-Z, I try to Jay Z. De- I'm calling you. <laughs> I had
1: to cancel Jay Z and Beyonce's title. I'm sorry. It's just like- I try to debate even the stuff that
2: <laughs> I know I owe. I'm like, I don't. Oh, actually, okay, yeah, I do. <laughs> man. all right, whatever. What? But I actually, you know what I do when it comes like every time that um, it's time to vote again. I I don't have actually. This is kind of embarrassing, but I don't. Well, I don't have a lot of friends. Period. But then I don't have a lot of friends that are passionate about politics or that are even that even know what they are doing or what's going on Mm -hmm. so the one or two friends that i know that actually have some insight like we usually get together one night and we go over the whole thing and we google what
0: people are about or what their position right
2: and so we we decide like everything because there's a lot of laws and a lot of things that i'm not sure yeah or i i You know, I'm kind of like clueless. So I usually meet up with like one or two of my friends and we go over everything together.
1: Those are good friends to have.
0: There was a during the Kavanaugh hearings, the guy who became the Supreme Court justice, they asked him, name one law that controls the body of a man. There isn't any. But but the the biggest debate is over uh, Roe versus Wade and whether or not a woman Mm. has a right to choose to have an abortion. If you think about it. Women for years have been treated like second class citizens or mm-hmm. just not 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 even equal to that. And even still to this day. In this country, if you're talking about the rights, the equal rights of any group or race or whatever, if you say men can't marry other men or women can't control whether they have an abortion, you're not talking about equality in this country. No, you're, you're talking not. about segregation or some type of control. And I just I, I find I find it interesting. How the country's not outraged at some of the crazy shit now if an, if a black person or a Dominican or a Spanish person or anybody of any other color or pigmentation or even I would say even a woman was to do half of the shit that is happening at the national level the the world would be outraged and and you know I will say when I went back to Stockton I was doing all this work every single day I was getting up even with being attacked but I was in their fucking faces. I was at the mm, city council yeah. I had I had pre-planned you know my background working in the union. I know how to campaign. So basically mm-hmm. I had, I had everything I wanted to get out. I organized through the kids and had them do the presentation. You're not going to attack a kid, but no. they're going to tell you all the facts, the statistics of what you're doing. We were doing marches on the school board. We were doing presentations at schools. The community wanted me the fuck out of there. <laughs> but you know, now that I'm, now that I'm, you know, at a different level of success and I'm really working on putting this together, my plan is to go back and to really get it going again and, and figure out a way to scale it. But it's uh,
1: coming together. You yeah. came with your receipts, too. Thank you for bringing your- thank you,
2: thank I you. really thank kind you. of understand what you say about sometimes when you're trying to help, uh, you actually, you know, right, not helping as much. Because I, for years, I try to volunteer at the children's hospital. And so they always told me I have to commit for six months, the same day and time of the of the week. Mm-hmm. And I say, well, with my schedule, I, re- I can't really, I can't tell you what I'm going to do this month, but I can't give you six months. I don't know what I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. And they say, basically, if you um, are friends with a kid, uh, you can actually speed the process of then deteriorating uh, if you just disappear. So if you get, like, really close to them and you're helping them and you kind of, like, disappear, that can actually speed the process of then oh, yeah. getting worse and dying and everything so i i was really upset because i wanted to help but
1: yeah if you can't make if commitment. you can't
2: really make the commitment of the six months then you shouldn't and yeah. a lot of the thing a lot of things that i done like i went to tanzania and i went to volunteer and <clears throat> i did that in 2014 13 and i haven't been able to go again uh the next year after that i opened my store and i was just like it was like so crazy and they and always send me little videos. Yeah. yeah. And they just send me all these little videos, like we miss you and like, when you're gonna come back and teach us dance moves and I'm just
1: like, Oh my god, what yeah. did I do?
2: Yeah. So I, I understand Is it
1: possible to at least maybe once a year go and do, go back?
2: Um I mean, look, I would love to, but I for three years, I didn't even take a vacation, (laughs) let alone like go there, you know, and and I'm going there with my own resources. And so,
1: yeah,
2: it's not that somebody's just paying for all these things. And
0: and that's the thing. I think like if you're an ambassador to an organization, that's that's at least covering your expenses to get there and your housing. It's one thing. But like what you did or what I did, like you're building it from the ground up where all of your resources. I mean, I was putting all of my resources into Mm. That thankfully, you know, Sabrina and Tracy Fulton, um, Trayvon Martin's parents, partnered with us to raise money through the sale of that shirt that funded it all. But without that, I mean, we would have not been able to do it. So even with then, I didn't know about grant writing. So what I did on the low is I came back to L.A. and I went and got a job. I didn't I hadn't had a job. I was my own self-made entrepreneur, but I had put all my resources into that. I came back and I got a job with this organization called Parent Revolution. I became the um, director of organizing. I'm sorry, the uh, assistant director of organizing, um, basically teaching my organizers how to organize non-English speaking families to advocate for their child's education. So basically all of our clients were Spanish speakers, uh, predominantly Mexican in the South LA community who I would go in and basically train them on how to file certain reports. Thank God they
2: were Dominican cuz. That would have been a mess. <laughs> It've been a whole
0: other scandal. No, but it was it was fulfilling, but what I learned in that one year wasn't just organizing cuz I already knew that. Yeah. I learned you know, uh fundraising, uh, coalition building. I learned how to um and fundraising through, you know, grant writing and what money's out there. There's a lot of money out there. So I've been talking mm. to this Congressman, a friend of mine named Ian Conyers, he's a Congressman out of Michigan, and he's leaving the uh he's leaving Congress soon he's leaving the house and we've been talking about how we can revive the foundation, hopefully with him being involved and he was just telling me how much money's out there, and there's lots of money
1: and i mean you was just meeting with the President of Ghana. Now you got to do well, some work with the next governor. I mean, well, no, well, it par- seems like the stars are if, aligning. If
0: I was not passionate about Hollywood Unlocked and what I'm doing, I would be in politics because yeah. I love politics. I love debating.
2: Yeah.
0: I love dr- messaging and I love public speaking.
2: Well, that's something that you can pursue later.
0: Yeah, but when's later? Like, when do you get done doing There's so much e- evolving, you know, with what I want to do. I mean, who knows?
1: You Who probably, knows? I think, because it seems like with you having, you know, uh, personality and and then a the media company could do the, you know, having your own political show, kind of too. Yeah, maybe. You know, look Who at knows? Him. Mm-hmm, maybe it's hard. It's hard to be a, <laughs> yeah, it's hard, so hard to be a,
0: hard to be a senator if you have a talk show, and that's my goal. My goal is to get a talk show yeah. without getting into details. All right. So the last show we were, you were here, Rosa co-hosting. Um, you had a lot of nothing to say. <laughs> Well, Vicky was here and there were times in the interview I would look over, it first started out that both of you were just looking at her and I was like, okay, you know y'all supposed to ask questions, but none of you were asking questions and, and you specifically didn't ask anything the entire episode, but you looked at her the whole time and looked at me and looked around and the viewers have <clears throat> looked at the show and they're commenting that your face was reflective of all of their faces. So what were you thinking during the interview?
2: So you know, I just feel like um, I was upset that she wasn't prepared, you know. And I understand that she's um, a little girl, really, and that even when all this like mess started, that she was a child, mm. you know. So I cannot put all the blame on her because she probably didn't know better. And but there was all this, you know. It pisses me off to even know that there was all these adults behind this scam. Uh, you, I, ca- you said scam. Yeah.
0: So why do you call it a scam?
2: Well, she said that the whole thing of her saying the end we're all like dressing up the way she was, or wearing her hair a certain way, and acting in the way that she was, somebody told her to do that. That's not even who she really is. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's a scam. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and so it pisses me off to know that there was adults behind it and. Um, You know, the fact that like she, okay, so now she has a a team, Mm -hmm. you know, she has a a manager and nobody has prepared her to come here and give us an explanation. Yeah. Right. Anything. It's just like, I don't want to talk about it. And you know, she's saying, well, I don't want, I don't want to continue to apologize. And I just feel like, as long as you are making money off of like a whole group of people, you probably, you should apologize, continue so, to apologize so for did, the rest of your life.
0: So you did bring that up where you were saying that she's profiting off of explain what you said to me. Cause we talked about this last night.
2: <clears throat> yeah. I just feel like, I don't think she's even aware that, um, of the privilege that she carries of being able to profit and make money. Uh, you know, off of like making fun or whatever, of, of like black people, like the black community. And that is a privilege that black people don't have. So black people don't get famous being themselves, but she, she can, you know, come here and like take over and like get famous and make money by pretending to be something that she's not, you know, and, and to a certain extent, disrespecting, making fun of, and, you know, I was just not, if she would have come here and say, Hey, you know, that happened. I was only 15, um, you know, there was a whole team of adults that, you know, they made me do these things. They promised me, you know, I didn't know better. There is like an easy way to like explain. Cause I think even when she was talking, I, I, I think she's, she knows that she was wrong mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to a certain extent, but I don't think she understands fully like the concept and the magnitude of like how privileged she is. And that, you know, even if she doesn't want to continue to apologize, she will continue to make money. What about, that, what, what
0: about people who say, "Well, she was a kid; she was a minor. Everybody deserves redemption." Of you know?
2: course, and and but she came here just; and she didn't say that. You know, I have to figure that that out by listening to a whole hour of bullshit, and I was just like, I you know, a lot of my brain cells I like, were like exploding, and my I forgot my English and I forgot my Spanish just <laughs> listening to her not saying a goddamn thing, so i i feel like somebody should have like prepared her to come here and i think she knows everybody's gonna ask her the same questions you Mm -hmm. used to say the n word. you used to like appropriate you know african-american culture like say something about that and she can just explain it like and we can move on and just talk about the new her which i didn't even know who the new thing was because she was just here saying nothing just saying that she's a new her and i'm just like what is that girl like
0: What did you think, Jaroslyn?
1: Um, There was something I thought of after the fact, and I was like, damn, why didn't... It it was honestly what Rosa said, though, because I was so speechless with her sitting in front of me. But we posted... I posted the video of the two little black girls that met her and was crying. Like, oh my gosh. You owe it to them. You owe it to them to explain, you know, what is your identity with our culture and why do... You know, if you're using the N-word, why do you think it's okay? Or do you not think it's okay? But explain yourself because you have little black girls out here crying because they love you. And um, uh, the other thing, though, was sitting here watching her. I did feel that she felt guilty. Um, I have, you know, nieces and nephews that are her age. And I didn't feel comfortable kind of, you know, verbally going after a girl that I knew, like, you're just not even on my level Um, And I did also get a sense that I mean,
2: she wasn't on my level And my English is fucked up
1: Yes, like there was something else there too Aside from being a teenager You know
0: Well, let me say this Because I'm being criticized for And get in line, everybody I'm being criticized for having her on the show And this is what I said to someone on Twitter a minute ago I said, listen Every single person deserves the right to tell their story Right? So like I created this platform for people Okay, but she came here and didn't say anything Let me finish Everybody has a right to tell their story. Now, when they come to tell their story, how they tell it, whether they don't tell it, whether they forget <laughs> to tell it, whether they get angry telling it, whether they retreat telling it—we've had all kinds of experiences. I'm going to give them the platform mm-hmm. to tell it. I feel like you know, one, I totally agree with everything you just said. And I don't agree with, I don't disagree with anything that you uh, that you said, and I agree with everything you said about there maybe be, being more there. Whether she was a kid or not, I feel like she has some responsibility, and she needs to learn from herself how to own it and right. just share it mm-hmm. and be as open. And I do feel like during the interview towards the end, we did see somewhat of okay. a breakthrough. I do feel like I had to lead her there, mm-hmm. and I had you to, did. you know, I had to. So like, you're
2: gonna make money off of us, and then we also have to lead you to. I mean, like, we are here doing everything for you, honey. Country, like, you gotta do something. This country
0: was built on the back on the back of slaves. So before we get mad at well, Vicky about it, the whole country. Was built by people who were taken from other countries. So okay, we but be, we don't, it doesn't
2: have to continue to be like. But
0: I'm saying we have to be mad at the institution because I, the that's, yeah. the White House that our president sleeps in was built by slaves. Right. Every okay. time we see a press conference, <clears throat> we should be angry. But the thing about it is, I'm not trying to transfer blame by saying she doesn't own it. I'm saying that she 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 has to own all of that. But she's but, a
2: product of. But, I just I just want her to prepare herself for like interviews I because we will. there's well, some things that i feel like she owes us, and uh and she owes to the people that actually like sure. her but the conversation so.
0: the conversation that we're having i think now is bigger than what yeah. vicky right yeah. i think in terms of the response as i was saying to people who were saying why let her be there everybody has an opportunity to tell their story and i think that for people who pay attention to the the interviews and and are able to not subject themselves to judgment immediately like as soon as you hear well vicky's on the show you're already mad
1: right i was
0: of course a lot of people were but that's the thing it's almost like because trump's the president i'm so mad he's there i'm going to turn it off but if you turn it off you don't get to see what the fuck is actually happening yeah and by looking at her not being able to tell her story it just reaffirms you telling your own
2: Okay, but there was no story, you know, like we have to almost pull it out of she her has, ass. No,
0: she has a story.
2: Okay, but I, if I have to pull it out of your ass, I it's right. not worth but it. You're, missing, you're wait, not wait. ready to come here. And there's a lot of people that will love the opportunity to come to this platform and talk about something, and she missed it. So Right, you so know, that's
0: a reflection of her, right?
2: So, yeah, I'm not saying that what yeah. you did was wrong. Right. I, I am not. But I'm also, you know, it also pisses me off that, it's not just her fault because if people did dumb shit all the time and nobody paid them any mind this wouldn't even be happening the right. problem is that the consumers that like, we do like yes, this shit no, not me though i don't these know.
1: kids like it. i
2: don't Correct. at all i do not enjoy this i get nothing from this and i don't click on this shit i used to have a friend that sent me all these like people that and it will send me like you know on instagram like And I say, I can't even click on it. I'm not giving them one view.
3: In today's world, we all know that it's not the happiest of happies. And sometimes you just need somebody to talk to. You know, sometimes you get lonely and maybe sometimes your friend won't pick up that phone when you need them. Luckily for you, I'm going to tell you about Talkspace, one of our brand partners, people that we've been working with here at Hollywood Unlocked. Listen, it's an online therapy company that lets you message a online licensed therapist. If you have a strong internet connection, you have a computer or the Talkspace app We have a licensed therapist that can talk to you anytime you want. I remember I just kind of recently went through a heartbreak. I didn't have anybody to talk to at the time. I called up. Well, I logged into my Talkspace.com mobile app, got right on the loop with one of my therapists, and they kind of gave me a fresh breath of air when I needed it four in the morning when I was crying with my shirt off, all right? So remember that therapy isn't just about venting your animal's thoughts or digging into childhood memories, okay? It's all about practical, everyday struggles with everyday people that deal with everyday problems, okay? The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are all experienced in addressing life challenges we all face, no matter white, black, brown, rich, poor, we all have problems. So again, you don't got nobody to talk to, you alone, got internet connection, got a mobile device, the talkspace.com, mobile app. Log on and get on the loop with one of these licensed therapists. And if you are watching this and you're going through something right now, let me help you out. To match with a perfect therapist for the fraction of a price of a traditional therapist, all right? Go to talkspace.com slash unlocked and use the code unlocked to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show, okay? That's unlocked and Talkspace dot com
0: slash unlocked. If you just look at little Tay, she <clears throat> right. wasn't even old enough to have an Instagram. And you she, have to be at least thirteen years she old. Had she had like five or six million, million followers,
1: and and that's what I'm saying. So at the end of the day, everything you're saying is correct, but she did tell a story because, like I said, I have a 18 year old nephew, I have a 16 year old niece, a 15. I'm around these kids, and they're watching, they're following her. She has two million followers, and on top of that, she's she's letting them know. I'm a liar. And because I'm a liar, I got all these followers. So for these teenagers, they now have to question themselves like, oh, am I going to pump fake to get followers? Wait, so there's that
0: part and then your part to go with that is and she's still able to profit off of a race that and a culture that won't even be able to have the same profits. It's, yes. Everything you're saying it's is all real. all the story. But what I want the audience to say is have this debate at home with yourself. Yes. Why do you consume it? Why do you support it? Why do you watch it? Why do you wait for the next video? I don't hold, on, even... hold on, hold on, hold on. Because you're the reason why the boom Gangs, the Woe Vicky's, the Little Tays, the, all these motherfuckers who are profiting and making money, and by the way, not even giving back.
2: Okay. Right. I personally, like I say, I don't give them a view. I mean, people tell me about these things. I don't watch this shit. I don't follow with anything. I I just, I can't. I'm not going to be a part of it. I refuse
0: to. And so people would say, well, Jason, you're contradicting <coughs> yourself because you used to promote them. You used to post them. And let me tell you why. When I posted, well, Vicky, for the first time and I saw how outraged people were, I won't lie. I kept <laughs> posting her for the outrage. I posted yes. her for right. the engagement. Yes. And I was hoping that at some point it would actually have a reverse effect where people would say, this is stupid. And when I started no, seeing... No, 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 no. Wait, wait. When I st- our followers were really not yeah. with the shit. And what I loved about it was it caused them to continue to share how... You
1: have to have the conversation, though, regardless. Like Regardless, you're, you, you don't have the child, but someone's 15-year-old child is, is following what well, But baby. the whole
2: thing, you know, the fact that she's not speaking, it just... <laughs> I just feel like she's not even saying, you know, I, I want to um, warn or I want to advise any girls to not do this. You know, you had success with this and you're not here telling girls to not do it or, or guy or kids, whatever. And so next year, there's going to be another one of you yeah, doing the, right. same yeah, that's, that's ex- okay. yeah. the same shit and she's going to get famous and the same shit over and over and over. Let like do something with yours, with your story. Like do at least do something positive and tell people not to do it and what you did was wrong. True. And she's just out here saying, "Well, you know, I don't want to keep apologizing. As long as you're making money, you, you, I'm okay with you apologizing every day. No, every, every day, I'm cool with that shit. No, I am okay." Droslyn,
1: what I'm saying is that we live in a different day and age, and um, because of social media, it's more inclusive of the people who can become successful and make money. And no, the Woe Vicky's, the Boom Gangs. Um, I'm sorry, I'm looking at a picture of Kodak Black. Maybe there was even a time where they wouldn't have been able to make it because of what society says. Like, oh, you can't speak proper. Where are you from? You're not educated. You're not this, you're not that. Um, You you have to represent women this way. You have to represent black people this way. And now because of Instagram, the people can decide who they want to watch and the people...
0: Well, they still can't watch us because our account is disabled. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. we'll get it back. So what's going on in the world?
1: Okay, so Remy Ma has uh, revealed that she doesn't mind when people that aren't black use the N-word. She said she doesn't get offended. She said, I, totally, I don't usually get offended regardless of what your nationality is if I feel like you're not using it as a racial slur. She added, I hear it so frequently from people who aren't black and people are upset at her for that. So what do you guys think? Um, Do you think the N-word is a word everyone can use?
2: I feel like I have no saying in this.
0: (laughs) Well, I'll say that I think that we have to be sensitive about the things that... We have to be sensitive about the things others do when we ain't doing them. You know, like, do I get offended when a white person says, hey, nigga, my nigga? I'm going to say I get offended. Offended, because I know what they're doing. They're doing what we do. Yeah. They're doing what we per- uh, perpetrate. You know, there was that whole incident where Kendrick Lamar brought the fan on stage, told her the lyrics, yeah. she wrapped the lyrics, then he condemned her for using the N-word. But nigga, it's you in your song. See, I just said it, nigga. <laughs> so I went into the spectrum, like, I feel like if they can't do it, we shouldn't be doing it. Yep. Because we can't say what's offensive to our race if we're doing it. On the other end, there's the argument that if we own it, it's our word, we can use it how I want. Well, listen, if you say... If you use the word fag in your house and your kid goes to school and starts saying fag and somebody gets offended, you're a product of that. You train them how to use it. You told them it was okay. You made it permissible. So now you can't get mad. I personally don't like to hear other races say it, but I don't invest in getting mad when they say it because I know they heard it from us.
1: Yeah. I mean, I grew up in New York. I went to high school and we no white kids. It was all black and Dominican. We all called each other, nigga, everybody. Um, I told you I lived in Queens. It was multiracial, so it was Colombian. I was like, I was called the pretty black girl. All of these kids were saying nigga, but it was on along the lines of the urban way of just saying nigga. And so I didn't really grow up feeling, oh, I don't like when people who aren't black say the n word. However, you know, after having talks with people, then I can understand where they're like, oh, well, you shouldn't use the n word either. So I kind of feel as as for white people, right? If you want to use the n word. If you have a pass to use the N-word around a certain circle, take that. But you need to know as a white person that when you go into other circles, you have to use your discretion and you cannot just freely go around saying the N-word. And if it offends you, you should just get mad at your ancestors. So like
2: it's okay to when you're at home and you're in the shower and you're singing, you can say it.
1: Yeah, cause the That's song okay. makes you. Wanna, oh, she's asking for but, permission. Right, I'm
2: asking. <laughs>
0: but well, let me say, what what words do we have to remember not to say? Nigga. No, but what oh, words, bitch. No, but I mean, what word words? What words hurt other races that we're told to remember not to use? I don't know any. Like the I don't cracker? never. Cracker?
1: Yeah, well, no, there's certain things. Yeah, but things. I mean,
0: white black people ain't walking around talking about that cracker. That cracker. they're not.
1: No, like uh, moving out here, I'm I'm more mindful of saying Mexican. You know, like it, it Mexican
0: could, is appropriate. It's
1: appropriate, but I think the way sometimes people use it, it's racist. How? Be like, oh, Mexicans do this or Mexican. That's that's racist. Yeah, but if that. you
2: say Chinese people do this or that, that's also racist. Right. It's just I like yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. exactly the the word, but like in yeah, the context that you're yeah. saying. So, so it.
0: last night, Casper Smart, Bo, who was here, J-Lo's ex walked into a room at the galore party, and he said, "This is my next wife, or this is my girl, or whatever." And I said, "Okay." He goes, "Does she look Mexican to you?" See that Because he's Mexican too. Is
1: that racist?
0: Well, that conversation. Is he was,
1: Mexican? I thought yeah. he was Puerto Rican.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. He's he's something. He's not he said white. He's
1: Mexican. Yeah, I he's not was
0: Puerto Rican, white. I think he but said he was Mexican. He said he's too, Mexican. Right? Oh, okay. When he said that she looked Mexican to you, I had to stop and say, <laughs> but this is me being Jason. Worked with many races. Mm-hmm, right. Worked in healthcare. Like worked with people. What does look Mexican mean? Because. Right. I was at dinner at at Benihanas in New York, and I was sitting across from this woman and her two kids. They both they all had blonde hair, very beautiful. I really thought she was Brazilian because we were trying to pick up. We heard the the, the accent, but we were trying to pick up where. And uh, I said, "Are you from Brazil?" She said, "No, we're from Mexico." Right. I would have never thought of that yeah. in my mind. I had to check myself because I said to myself, "She don't look Mexican." But what does looking Mexican mean? <laughs> right. Now that's a different conversation then.
2: Right. Like, I think
0: I, I've never said. That spick or that cracker or that this—I don't even think like that. Well, it's because we made nigga
1: a cool word, and so they—that way. Oh, there you go. That
0: therein is the issue. Then we have to own it. So we made it the cool word. Yes, it's cool if she says it. It's cool if Cole says it. We have to just say, look, we made the word cool, and everybody wants to be cool.
2: Yeah, I don't say it, but somehow, like some black people call me that, (laughs) and I'm like, you know, when like black people get mad at me, they they call me that, and I'm like.
1: Wait, with the
0: it's, E-R or with the A? No, A. It's the A. Oh, okay. But think about it. When you like, yeah. when you, you use know, the word. Shut
1: up. And then they... Yeah, okay. like, when you
0: say the word, it's like, yeah, you acting like a nigga. Yeah. Negative.
2: Yeah.
0: Shut up, nigga. That's stupid. Negative. Yeah. If you're saying, that's my nigga, that's different. Don't use the word or just let the word be permissible. I say, I don't think it should be permissible, but I'm not going to fight you at, at Starbucks if you get your coffee and say, nigga, this shit is not hot. <laughs> Because Becky is at Starbucks and she's upset over the oatmeal. Be- bitch, they, nigga, they ain't no raisins in here. <laughs> I'm not going to fight Becky over a banana at the cash If <clears throat>
1: <throat> I heard Becky... Because, okay, here's the thing, too. Because if there's Becky that's saying that, the white people you do hear, it depends on how it goes, but, like, older white people I, I hear that use the word... I ain't even gonna fight with them because they—they you can already tell they got some screws loose. Well, listen, if you're you, you, like, you if,
0: if you walking down the street and there's somebody old on a <laughs> yeah. walker talking about nigger, yeah. then, I mean, bump them in the street and let them get hit by a car and keep going on about your day. Yeah, But here's the deal crazy. I'm not invested anymore in. <laughs> I, I wish my mother was white yeah. and my mother used to use the ER word. Oh. Because she used to have I think she had animosity. I'm like, nigga, you, nigga, you slept with the nigga. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's weird. But uh, I, I'm, all I'm saying <laughs> is, I wish we. I, I can't wait for the day. I hope before I die, we get to the day where race doesn't matter anymore.
1: Oh, but wait. Oh, to your point, okay. can we say something? Because I, I get tired of the older people that come to the younger black kids and say, "Y'all shouldn't be saying that word." Y'all were saying the words.
0: Yeah, but you're mixing. You're mixing a lot of different things, right? You're talking about a generation where racism was a real life experience, where every day you woke up and color people had to sit out of this sink and white people could sit out of this thing. White people could sit here. Black people had to sit here. You lived in a world where you woke up and everything was black and white. Different. If we wake up in an era where we have – there are kids right now who only know Instagram, who only know Facebook, who only know social media – I remember when we didn't have cell phones. I remember when we had dial-up internet. I remember when we didn't have the internet. So what I'm saying is different people that are raised through different times, I don't fault them necessarily for living in the way that they were groomed or, or raised up because that's what they know. I can't even focus on it. My focus is on how do you change this generation, the next generation? How do you plant seeds now for the next generation? When I said jokingly that I, I can't wait till we live in a world where there's no racism, and Rosa rolled her eyes. That's real shit because racism is also big business. It like, is. Like companies, countries, everybody's profiting off of racism.
1: And I'm over it.
0: I'm over it too, but guess what? Nigga, move on to the next subject. <laughs> What's next?
1: All right, so the first lady uh, her and her team, they are calling on a boycott of the rapper T.I. from his new music video where he portrays her as, a, as like an exotic dancer. Um, in the video titled Dear 45, I Ain't Kanye, you can see... The woman wearing a jacket that reads "I really don't care," do you? Um, which is what uh, Melania Trump wore when she went to go visit uh, immigrant children in the detention centers. But the lady's stripping, so they're portraying her as a stripper in the video, and they're trying to boycott Ti. Should we a- boycott her husband? Do you think it's appropriate to uh, portray the first lady? As a the
0: first lady, unfortunately, was in porn. Mm. That's just the truth. Well, it's
1: not. Okay. It's not
2: technically porn, but she did post. Nude. That's porn. N- you can uh, some can argue okay, that so nude can be this. that nudity can be artistic.
0: It's play or- No 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 no. no, no. <laughs> artistic nude, we know what that is. If she was in Playboy, is that is that porn? Well
2: what is it, is, well, it was not Playboy. No,
0: but is Playboy porn?
2: Kinda.
1: Um I think if it is erotic pleasure entertainment.
2: I don't know. It's debatable. N- it depends, yeah. I just um I just want to boycott her husband. <laughs> Well, Can I want, we just do that? I
0: want to boycott them both because if you're married to a man, I believe you share the same values. I don't care how much you say you don't. If you, if you fuck a nigga because he got money, then you're a person who fucks people for money. If you fuck a man, if you fuck a woman only because she's beautiful and when she ages and ain't beautiful no more, you're on the fucking something different. It's because you only fuck with pretty things. I really feel like this woman shares a bed. This woman shared her body and and birthed a child with him. They are the same. I don't give a fuck. She ain't get no passes for me. No. Fuck them all.
1: And, uh, and fuck
0: the son too. What's his name?
1: Oh, Baron. Byron. Byron.
0: No, because you know what? I don't care. <coughs> He's I don't, 10. I know. And he has autism. So I'm not saying fuck him because autism. He does? Yes. Yeah. Because I have a nephew who's autistic. Me too. Yeah. So I'm very sensitive to that. But fuck the whole family because at the end of the day- <laughs> You got to sit at the dinner table and eat bread, break bread right, with this nigga, right. like no matter what, and
1: still defending him.
0: What? I don't
2: think she she has a way out right now.
1: So, but she's still defending him. Oh, at the,
0: every woman has a way out. Open the fucking door and walk out and, 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 and I catch don't a care. Uber. bitch. And what,
2: what if she has her contract? Like
0: a contract well, for what?
1: Well, a contract that we can I, portray you as a stripper if we want to, the same way they was no, portraying no, Obama like, a, wait, as a terrorist, like a contract
2: with with Trump, like oh, um, right. some marriage type yeah. thing, like that she's supposed to be there. I mean,
0: they didn't portray Obama as a terrorist. They portrayed Obama as a non U.S. citizen, which is a difference.
1: There were there were smear campaigns. that was. Yeah, portraying but him.
0: but 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 Trump specifically who we're talking about said he, with the whole birther movement, oh, right. he was questioned whether or not he was a United States citizen because he had roots in Kenya or somewhere over in Africa. But to the point of a woman can't leave. Listen, if you're a woman out there right now getting beaten, go watch the police interview. You can leave. If you're a woman out there who feels like you're in a relationship with a man because he has all the money and you can't go nowhere, work, guess what? Go to McDonald's. Get a fucking job. Go live with your parents. Do Go live with a homegirl. Go to the shelter. Get the fuck over your pride and get out.
2: Okay, but maybe she's like in, a, in, a, in some sort of like contract that like she likes, like it's beneficial to her and she prefers to stay in that contract than break it. So I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't like them. And obviously, if we were speaking about Michelle Obama, I will be like, "Fuck could, anybody could that talks shit about her." But at the same time, has Michelle Obama ever done anything bad for us to even portray her? Uh, you know what I mean? Like no,
0: and you know why she hasn't? Because she can't. She doesn't have the luxury of being a porn star or exactly. a stripper or she does she can't twerk. She can't be with him. she she can't because back to the racism conversation. Right. She's a, black, She's a woman. black woman. She's a woman of color. That that there in is the issue. I feel like Melania Trump gets passes cause she may tap Donald Trump's hand. She displays some public um you know, discourse for him sometimes. And that gives us that little gold nugget that somebody else close to him doesn't care about him. Guess what? She's still in that house with that man. She is that man. A man and a woman married, they are a union. They become one. Don't they? Ain't that what the Bible say When you marry, you become one? Mm-hmm. Fuck them both. They both got to go. <laughs> Fuck them. And I hope they find her papers ain't right. You know, put her back in whatever. Where she come from?
1: Transylvania or
0: something? Transylvania. Transylvania is where vampires are. What up? is hacky khaki stan wherever put her <laughs> back over <Kaki> there
1: <laughs> okay well moving on um kendall jenner uh appeared on carpool karaoke with Haley baldwin and she admitted to stalking her exes online um so uh they they she, she was asked have you ever created a fake instagram to look at what your ex-boyfriend is doing and she replied yes
0: please give us our instagram back hollywood unlocked <laughs>
1: have you ever stalked your ex <laughs> on social media have you ever created a fake profile to sneak on us? Yes, you yes. You
0: have.
2: Yeah, I have. I have a fake page just to look at like pages that you are have private. A fake page right now.
1: Yeah. And what is it? I can't. tell you. I'm not you. telling either. I have a fake page, but it was just to go back and forth with people on Hollywood Online. No,
2: I don't. I don't go back with anybody. It's just. It's just because I, I don't want to leave any trace. So all I do is look.
0: Wait a minute. <clears throat> you have a fake page to argue with our fans? Do you really? <laughs> Why? Okay. Because sometimes I want to. I banned my <laughs> yes. staff. I banned my staff from talking to fans from their personal accounts. <laughs> yes. Because I feel like our fans should have a voice. And I agree. I agree and, with and you. You agreed. Yes. But your other personality—that yes,
1: has the and fake I will words. not, and I don't tell anybody. I'm not going to tell anybody the name because I have to keep it a secret. But I'm always defending you. I've defended you. Please and don't the, defend me. No, I'm just saying I'll be in the because, comments because they don't know what they're talking about sometimes. Yeah, but
2: see, like for example, for me. Uh,
0: Wait, Alyssa, who, do you have a fake account too?
1: She uses her <laughs> hamster page. We
2: all do I it. I can My staff <laughs> are rogues. I, I just want to let you guys know that I have told all my friends like, please don't. You know, defend me because who wants to book the video girl that doesn't fuck the local rapper or the local, <laughs> you know, ball player? I want them to think Same that best. I am a hoe and that I am going to go there and fuck everybody that sends me a battle. It's just going to be a success for my party. So I am, yes, yes. I am a hoe. Book me and you'll see. <laughs> 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 that you know, was a plug. But you
0: know what's sad going back to the Whoa Vicky thing? Mm-hmm. Do you know how famous I could be in life and on Instagram if I did half the yep. shit yep. these people were doing? Oh, oh yeah. and
2: if I, yeah, me I too. That's yeah. why I'm. That's why I'm irrelevant because I yeah. just be chilling. But I, I, <laughs> so like I, I said, you know, if you more. book me, you might see <laughs> me be
0: out. Rosa going to show up for her time and then go I home. Go, and go home. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for
2: my time.
0: You ain't going back to the hotel <laughs> with Rosa. <laughs> don't yeah. say that can all right I, I just so can ask. i let me go, go back ahead. to this i do not believe in stalking my exes online let's be clear with all the experiences i had in life i've only had i've only had like four exes
2: yeah
0: one of which i'm best friends with one of which i don't talk to anymore two of one of which i hate and don't have any relationship with. Yeah. and my last ex who you all know who by the way the fans have told me please stop talking about him or go back to him <laughs> uh, who's that i can't say his name i'll tell you his name offline I'll
2: tell
0: you that. Is he famous? No, 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 no. I don't have a famous ex. I've never been in a relationship with a famous. Yeah, person.
2: Yeah, but when we say like your ex, we are talking about every person that you had a little something something. I
0: don't. I see, and that's interesting because some people may count all the bodies and say these are my exes, not me. My ex okay. is like we've been in a relationship, we've lived together, right? Or, or we've been like you know more than. I three have stalked
2: people that I that I haven't slept with, and I and people that I that. Yeah, I stalked everybody. But I, I just don't. I just have to do it from my page, uh, my fake page. And I don't comment or do anything. I don't like anything. I don't leave any trace. I get it. Well,
0: I'll go back to, you know, <laughs> um, her her your fake page or her hamster page or your page, whatever. I don't believe in becoming a part of the problem, right? Like, trolls are <laughs> annoying. And I'll say that. But I'm
2: not. I just watch.
0: No, but no. But I the, just look the, at the stuff. A, the, like, I have celebrity friends who... Have entire pages Mm -hmm. that you think is like a real person just Um. so they could go and comment or communicate on other pages. And uh, I'm just... No, not, I don't do that. I don't have the time for that. I'm too busy. No, I don't do I that. I
1: understand if you do make the time for it. Because sometimes you got to get your voice out.
0: What's interesting, I don't ever want to hear you or Alyssa ever tell me again that you're too busy for work. Because if you got fake pages, you got more time.
1: No, I, anyway, I, I, moving only, right do, along, I only would do moving, it while I was posting. Trust. Moving
0: <laughs> right along.
1: I was multitasking.
3: <laughs> so we all got somebody in our life that's losing hair. I got a close personal friend of mine. I'm not going to say his name. He's young as hell, but he's losing his hair, but he just doesn't want to let go. Um, and it's unfortunate. You know, You know, by the age of 35, 66% of men lose their hair. Thank God at the age of 32 right now, I'm not losing my hair. So I got a few more years to find out. Gratefully and blessedly, there is a solution. Forhams.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual awareness for men. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. Prescription solutions backed by science. There's no waiting room, no awkward in-person doctor visits. Save hours by going to Forhams.com. Dot com. It's so easy. Just answer a quick few questions, doctor review and prescribe you. Products are shipped directly to your door. So everybody that's watching Hollywood Unlocked and Sister, we have something special for you today. Our listeners get a trial month of four hams just for five dollars today right now while supplies last. See website for full details. This will cost you hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Trust me. Go to four slash unlock. That's F.O.R.H.I.M.S dot com slash unlocked
0: for hams dot com slash unlocked let's talk about the what's going on in gymnastics
1: well the new lady mary uh bono sh- uh she had to resign under pressure so she had just Former Congresswoman had just gotten uh, the title of CEO, but loads of uh, other gymnasts uh, and phone calls. They were tweeting. No
0: pun intended. (laughs) Loads of other gymnasts.
1: Um, They were sharing their displeasure with the selection. Your
0: word choice. Loads of other gymnasts. I mean, did she? Uh, What did she resign? I didn't even think of that. But she had the CEO.
1: She had. She was. She resigned from being the CEO. Hold on, I'm
0: going to need you to stop reading that
1: page. I know, I'm sorry.
0: I- let's, let's just sum it up. The girl resigned yes. from the gymnastics, as <laughs> CEO, because she got caught up in some shit. Simone Biles said... What did Simone Biles say?
1: Simone Biles said that this new CEO of the USA Gymnast... Had so- tweeted her support against boycott and Nike over the Kaepernick
0: act, and now she's gone.
1: Now she's gone. She said, "I deeply regret posting the tweet because I respect everyone's views and their fundamental rights to express." It. Are, Obviously
0: not. When are people Apparently, going to acknowledge that there are more younger people in this country who are woke than there are people who are older and are asleep? Come on, and you know what's going to be amazing—the day Colin Kaepernick walks back onto the field—it's going to have. It'll happen at some point. He's probably making more money to. off the field. Hmm.
1: I would love to. I hope so. I hope you. I'm get-
2: not into uh, sports at all, but he's the only football player. He's, I think, he's probably the only athlete that I follow. Really, <clears throat> I only follow like people that I know or that I work with. My crush, Ellen DeGeneres, of course, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and a lot of like dog pages and stuff. But he's like the only athlete, I think. That I follow, that I, I don't know.
0: I really liked that Colin Kaepernick liked the Hollywood Unlocked page days before it was disabled. Please turn the he, <laughs> right. They probably that
1: was probably why the boycott. Let
0: me find out Donald Trump right? is tracking. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the question <laughs> that we have here is: Have you ever had to step down or be replaced because of something you tweeted? And I take pride in saying that I own Hollywood Unlocked and I will never step down.
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't really talked a lot of shit uh, on social media. I keep it at, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I I use uh, social media more as a tool to make money. So I do what makes me money. And then all the talking and all the like serious stuff, I'll do it with my friends or, or here when I come. So I guess.
1: deleted my old Twitter because I used to be a hot mess. I'm not going to lie. I was young. It was college. I used to say the worst things. And once I started... After college, I was like, "Oh, I really want to work in media," and I knew that the things I just said were delete horrible. it and start over. That's and what so, when
2: you delete uh, a Twitter, like all that, like just you can never find it again. I don't know. I think I, I think <clears throat> it will come back to haunt me.
0: Well, let me tell you a story. Once, when I worked at the union and and I went to go work, uh, I worked for SEIU UHW. It's the uh, largest healthcare union in California. I went to work with Kaiser Permanente. I was a Kaiser card her- card carrying uh, member. You know, I was a patient, so I felt like. I'm sitting around the table with the presidents. And so when I was sitting around the table at this first meeting was the president was the basically the leaders of all the um, of Kaiser. They wanted to do an icebreaker and the icebreaker was and I was the youngest person in the room. I was the only black person in the room. They wanted to play a, do an icebreaker where everybody went around, said their full name, their title, how many years they had been with Kaiser and, and where they graduated from. Or like what degrees mm-hmm. or whatever. I didn't have no degree. I didn't. I wasn't. I was a union rep. So we went around the table, and when it got to me, I just said, you know, um, I'm 25. um, My name is Jason, whatever. You know, Jason, I'm 25, and um, I didn't finish college, and I got more power than all of you because I represent all the workers. There was somebody in the room who was working with me, but she was in bed with management. She's probably dead now. Her name was Linda something. Anyway, God rest her soul. She was a piece of shit. So she was the vice president of the union at the time. So she in the room making a deal and like undermining me, I was hot. So I went back to the office and I sent an email to my boss and I said, this fucking old wrinkled up bitch did blah, blah, blah. She's a fucking racist, blah, blah. Well, when I sent it, I sent it to all the leaders that were in that meeting, the presidents, (laughs)
2: and
0: and to her. So I get a call from the president of the union. He's calling my phone. I'm like, what the fuck is he calling for? So I'm like, hello? And he's like, "Um, where are you? I said, I'm sitting in the office. What's going on? He goes, you just sent an email to the entire Kaiser leadership, and to Linda, and we need to figure out how to resolve this. So I'm like, I didn't send no email, so I went and looked, and I mean,
1: I felt. <laughs> how really did you? How did you do that? Like, what did you?
0: I went to her and I said, I'm really sorry. I mean, I had to beg. You know, you have to. At that point, what can you say? You can't say you didn't mean to do it. You, you take it out of context. I said this wrinkled old bitch. Blah 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 <laughs> blah blah. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Anyway, I got promoted later on. I was good at what I did. <laughs>
1: it All worked out. All, all right.
0: So interestingly, when we were planning <laughs> Cardi B's party, mm-hmm. I asked the person, "Did you send an invite to Diddy and Cassie?" And they said, "Quote: I sent one to Diddy and I sent one to Cassie." Mm. And I said, "Well, why wouldn't you just send it to both?" I mean, why wouldn't you just? Send-? And they said, "Again, I sent one to <laughs> Diddy and I sent one to Cassie, and I'm waiting to hear back from their camps." Mm. So I had heard rumblings of the relationship. I think I may have even brought it up or something. Yeah,
1: you brought it up. And so today we're, we're writing about how sources are saying that they're they're broken up. And Diddy's already been spotted with a 26-year-old model, Jocelyn Chu. And um, uh, they're saying that the specul- speculation started after Cassie unfollowed everybody except one person, which isn't Diddy, which you know isn't like her. And so now people are talking and they're saying that they're broken up. And I was thinking like, you know, I think Jason got a head, hint on that.
0: Yeah, I did. I'm mad that I didn't break it, but, you know, I'm <laughs> I, I'm hopefully going to be, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I wish her well. Listen, Cassie's beautiful.
2: Oh, yeah. But, I have a crush on her, too. But I but go
0: back to, it goes back to, like, women. I was saying this to my homeboy yesterday who's with a girl, and she's she has all the money and everything. She's putting him on this and that or whatever. And I said to him, the minute you cheat on her or break up, it's all over. Your whole world's gone. What is Cassie going to do now?
1: I hate to say that everything that she's been doing these past ten years has been because of Diddy. Because at the end of the day, she is talented.
2: What? By the way, I just wanted to say that sometimes, like in my really, really good days when I have makeup and my hair is straight and black, some people say that I look re- like Cassie. That I look like Cassie, and some people come to my page uh, and leave me comments like, "Oh, you know, it must be." good like he must be hitting that real hard or things like that and i feel honestly diddy if you're watching that i should uh be on your payroll because it is not okay for me to you know for people to think that i'm sleeping with you like i'm cassie and for me to not be living the life that i should if i was so i don't think i live the life like i'm like i'm you know you're like putting your your pp in me and i feel like i should so i feel like siroc should be a sponsor rosa clasta and um, yeah that's something to think about
0: <laughs> so i just i just text cassie and say hey love how are you i think that cassie's beautiful she's probably one of the most beautiful women i've met she's
2: oh gorgeous. yeah she she's is she's
0: extremely beautiful one
2: of my crushes but she going back dance. going
0: back to my question what is she going to do now
2: well, she can model. She's beautiful. She can model. That's I don't what think, I don't saying. Think, they, I don't think that's her... Why is it that all the beautiful girls don't want to model? She
1: what is, a model. is she's a model. She's a model. She, she's singer. She's But
2: she... At one actress. point, I feel like she was trying Wait, to do Wait, I'm not talking more. about what
0: she can do. I'm saying, what is she going, going to do? <laughs> <laughs>
2: do? I think that she's... I don't think, like, Didi was just, like, bye, bitch. Like, she's she's not worried about next month's rent. I don't oh, think. I don't think
0: she's worried about next month's rent because I'm sure she has a lot of... She has, knows a lot of stuff, but I'm just saying, like, this goes all the more all the more point to any one individual. You should always like you're an independent Especially woman. a woman. You're an independent woman. We talked about the slut walk on one of the shows. You talked about how you like helping other women become independent or this and that. I feel like every woman and every man should be dependent on nobody but themselves. Like right. get yourself your goal should be, if you're if you're dependent on other people, is to put yourself in a situation. Mm-hmm. To where you're getting all the things that lead you to independence, because w- then once you're once you're independent, when I got with my ex, then they didn't have shit. But I I brought them in and we together put together our, when we first got together. Our first four month plan was how do we both become independent? Because I wanted to know this person ain't here for the money. Now I know you came, you probably came because the money was there, but I want you to get to a point to where you you know the money's not the the factor. I don't think Cassie was with Diddy because. He had money. I think she really loved him. But oh, yeah. now that it's over now,
2: what? But how do we know that, that it's over for good? Like maybe right. Just that's Right. That's what people little, say. Are, are you haven't sure? Haven't they
1: raking up before? A lot of times. Okay, so they're are gonna be sure? back together. Yeah, how are you sure this is really the last straw? Well if he's out. But with in the meantime, woman? Diddy, this, I'm
2: just done. saying people are thinking that I am Cassie <laughs> and I live a really raggedy life compared to Cassie. And that's a bad look for you.
0: Okay, well so, on this note, Diddy, get a check. Sponsorship. For Rosa. Yes. Get Sponsorship, ch- Wait, baby. Hold, hold the hold the Soraka. Wait, no, not watch out for the bottle though. Don't let it okay, slide down. Okay,
2: okay. Just so you oh, yeah, see you how up. good I look with it. No, it's
0: it's upside down. Is it upside down? It's not. She okay. got it. Okay. That- <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, Diddy, give Rosa a check? Give got us ten percent for making the <clears> connection, <throat> and we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>